I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Welcome back to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Tonight, we are getting into all about my vacation and the weird paranormal things that happen. For all of you who are not aware, I went missing on hiatus on a road trip for three weeks from New York to California, and I had a lot of cool and unique experiences that happened on that road trip that I want to share with all of you guys tonight. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. So let's get right into this week's episode. So I want to tell you guys all about my amazing vacation that I did for three weeks, a road trip from New York to California and back, going through a bunch of cool states, meeting a lot of cool people, and above all, having weird spiritual interactions on the way. So I want to get into telling you guys about my amazing trip. So my, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> my husband saw that we had not been on a vacation in a couple of years and we wanted to do something different, get out of the house, unplug. That's why you haven't heard much from me on my social accounts and my website and stuff like that is because I took a good old three weeks off back to back to back. <laughs> so let me just give you a little bit of background about the trip. So we, we pile our two kids up in the car. We, my husband bought an electric car for this journey. And it just so happened that the electrical charges were free through the whole journey. So it definitely saved us a lot of money, which was nice. We got to stay at only the finest, only the bestest of the Westerns. <laughs> if you know, you know. And um, each night we would plot on our phone the next charging stations and the route to the hotel and so it took us about uh five days to go from one coast to the other we did stop temporarily in arizona to hang out with really close family friends so it was all in all a great vacation you know i feel like back and ready to jump into it you know but i there were so many experiences throughout this trip that I had to stop and make a list so I could tell all of you guys about it. Cause I know all my paranormal people up there want to hear. <laughs> so there was a couple of times on this trip that I had full blown ghost encounters at some of these hotels. Um, there was a few times um, at certain hotels. I'm not going to mention exactly where these hotels are for the privacy. Um, also, you know, because these stories are kind of crazy. Um, but there was one hotel that we stayed at. It was in the mid, it was in the Southwest. And the entire time I was there, I could feel like the spirits telling me like, 
this is not a safe place that you need to take care of your kids. You need to keep them close and that you need to stay with your family. Like this is not a place to walk around. in. And so, you know, I listen to my spirits. I listen to my guides. And when I had that put in my head by them, I knew I had to listen because I'm not trying to play and find out the wrong way, you know? So we get out there, we do all this driving day after day after day. When we finally went to California was when I had one of the most vivid and visceral like reactions to a spirit before, I think, hands down. So we stayed in this nice, lovely Best Western Plus, and because uh, we were feeling bougie that day. <laughs> and um, it was a nice hotel, whatever. When we got in the elevator and we got to our floor, as soon as we opened the floor, like I felt a presence very, very strong in the hallway and I could feel it. It felt like it was like really close up and it followed us and it felt like very aggressive. And so, you know, I'm sitting there trying to contain my energies, trying not to react, you know, to what I was feeling, but I could feel it, you know. So I just put my energetic shield up which is a practice that I do when grounding my energies and when protecting myself through my energies. You know, I envision a, a ball of light around me and around my family in this instance. And it helps to, my spirits see it and know to come forward and to form a circle around me to protect me. So once I shielded us with the energy, I could, I could still feel that spirit, but they kind of, I got the impression that they were like, oh, okay, you're one of those. So, you know, they kind of like stood back and I, we went in our room. I noticed that this spirit did not cross the boundaries into the room and they did not cross the boundaries into the elevator. So the only time I was ever there feeling this presence was in the hallway itself. There was a couple of different times where I'd come out of the hallway, you know, to go to the the car, to go get ice, to go, you know, down to the front desk. And the minute I opened the door, I felt this presence and it felt like it was walking aggressively behind me, trying to keep up with me. Like, it felt like a man. It felt like somebody who was like, I don't know. It felt like maybe they were on something. I don't know. But it just felt like very aggressive energy. And I felt it the entire time I stayed at this place. So I felt like the entire place itself had a bit of an unfortunate background. It just this feeling I got that that people came here and unfortunate things may have happened in the past. Again, I don't want to bring up the actual hotel because I like to give them privacy, especially because they don't know a medium's coming to stay at their place. They think I'm just some nice lady from New York. They don't realize, you know, when I roll up, I'm rolling up with not even my five human senses, but my psychic senses as well. So, you know, anyway, we still had a great time. Um, I think my children felt that presence a little bit, but with once I shielded everybody in the energy shield, it the, the presence was able to be pushed back a bit. So it wasn't like threatening, you know, the other thing that I have, the other thing that happened, um, this happened at a different hotel. So this is all about like the crazy hotel stories. Um, I saw a man, he was walking on a very secluded part of the highway when we were on our way to another hotel. Um, this, I, I believe happened in, Oklahoma is when we saw this individual. 
um, we were in a secluded part of the highway and this person was walking down the shoulder and we had been driving on this road for hours and it, there was nothing, you know, no people, you know, there was exits to get on and off, you know, there was a lot of beautiful landscape, but there was no cars on the side of the road before we saw the person and after we saw the person. And it was one of the stretches of highway where there was nothing there but desert, you know, nothing there but foliage. There was no homes, no towns, nothing. So first of all, me being a Hispanic woman, I go, La Llorona. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not messing around with that. <laughs> um, if you know, you know. Uh, so luckily, you know, my lovely husband saw it and went, oh, no, something's not right. Like you could just, you just got this feeling in the pit of your stomach that like, this is not normal. And, you know, growing up in a Latino household, you know, we all hear stories about the crying woman and about the people at night trying to ambush you. So my husband and I, we established before we even went on this trip, we don't pick up people we don't know. So if this was somebody who was truly in distress, they had a car, everything looked um, normal enough. Yeah, I would have called the number, but I just knew when we saw this person, I, I never got to see their features either. I don't think it was a person. I, I got the feeling that it was a spiritual entity. So I said my prayers, I shielded the car and my family, I called out to my spiritual guides to protect us. And I felt that presence for like a good five minutes after we passed it. Like it just felt evil. It felt like something was not right here. So thank gosh, my husband listened and he kept driving because that could have been a whole lot more dangerous. You know, you hear some of the stories, um, especially some of the old stories from back in the day. There's a cryptids and stuff. I am not playing with that. I am not trying to get abducted by blades from the rain. Not today, not ever. <laughs> um, so we just kept driving and everything and, you know, kept going. It, that road in general, that stretch of highway was extremely creepy. We're all good, though. <laughs> so let me tell you about my encounter with a, with a fellow bruja in New Mexico. Um, this chick was awesome, you know, like it, I, it was one of those things, like, I wish I could stay in touch with this girl. She was awesome. So we had left home. All of you know, I'm a medical patient for cannabis. I'm a card carrying member, obey the law and everything. So I needed my medication in New Mexico. So I happened to have all my paperwork. I went to the dispensary uh, and they helped me out, you know. They were really awesome. They were able to get me my medical card and all that I needed to be legal in that state since we were going to be there for a little while. So, you know, straight off the bat, the whole place had cool vibes. I could tell that this that there was a magical person in this place because I could feel the protection, the spiritual protection that was put down in this place. You could tell this place was protected by spell work and some serious spell work. So I was just in the, the waiting room, you know, I was striking up conversations with people waiting. Then they called me in to get to come into the back to talk to the person who works the counter. So I instantly, I see this, she gives me this look like, like she wasn't looking at me, she was looking through me. So instantly I was like, oh, 
she's a witch. That's a bruja. <laughs> and I and I got the vibe that she saw me too. So anyway, we she helped me out. I'd start, we were having a conversation. She was, you know, showing me the different products and medicine there. And I noticed during the conversation, she kept reading my mind. Like I was, she was like, oh, you know, we have this and it comes in this quantity. Oh, but you really like this. Let me go show it to you. Oh, I got something cool. Let me show it to you. So it was like, I, I kept realizing like, wait a minute, this chick keeps reading my mind. Like, this is really cool. <laughs> You know, but she was, she wasn't being intrusive about it. It was like in a conversational sense. And, you know, I felt protected, you know, I, I wasn't worrying about it. You know, she was very nice. And I could tell that she had really a true gift and very clear intentions because I was able to see her and read her as well. She was a really cool chick. She wound up giving me a bunch of discounts and freebies and hooked me all the way up. So, you know, that... Totally great experience with this woman, but it was really cool to have that experience outside of my community because, you know, you know, in the witch community, people get a little bit funny. People think that they're wearing pants that are a little bit too big for them, you know, too big for the britches. Some people are, you know, going on a hex campaign and, you know, cursing and hexing any witch that they come into contact with. So it was really cool to see one who knew who she was, knew her own power, and didn't feel threatened in the company of another witch. So shout out to her. She was awesome. So I want to talk to you guys about the really cool energetic differences that happened throughout this entire trip from New York to Cali and back. Um, knew, it, I, I knew that this trip, I had to prepare myself and I did a lot of cleansing and a lot of protection work uh, to balance and maintain my energies, as well as, you know, the vehicle we took, my children, my husband, myself, all of our stuff. There was prayers and, and, and incantations and workings done to protect us because, you know, you don't want to wind up going into another space and find out that you went to the wrong place. You know, you don't want to come in there defenseless and make it invulnerable when there's snakes and vipers all around. So better safe than sorry. You know, that's my travel tip for everyone. <laughs> make sure you do your workings before you leave and when you come back. At any rate. Even though I was doing those workings, I'm a very sensitive person. I'm extremely empathic, especially when it comes to energy differences and the subtleties in energy. I had a couple of um, instances where we had pulled into charging stations and I could feel just like I was telling you guys, you know, that hotel that I, the first hotel we stopped at that didn't feel right. Felt like the energy got very powerful when we crossed into the, into Texas, like by the Texarkana border. Um, there's a huge surge of energy and it felt very different than the energy that we feel on the East Coast. It was like, it was powerful, but it was like a dull, bold, radiating type of energy. Like it just... It didn't feel like the East Coast. It did not feel like home. It felt like something much older, much more vast, much more deep than what we have here. Not saying the East Coast isn't powerful. We got our own power, but the power was noticeably different, you know. And I also felt that way going through New Mexico. For me, I know everybody loves Arizona for the energy. I rock with that 
with the energy of New Mexico. New Mexico has it going on with energy. You know, um, that whole time I was in that state, I felt like alive. Like I felt energetic. My body didn't hurt. You know, I, when I did meditation, I felt like I was able to expand my awareness fuller and more, and more vast than it typically is when I'm at home meditating. So it, it was a really good experience just in Mexico as a whole. So if you're from New Mexico, comment and represent. We want to hear your voice because <laughs> you got an awesome state and the people there are cool as hell. Another place that I felt a big difference was when we were on the highway going from Arizona to California and we passed by Joshua Tree. Now, I know a lot of people have seen UFO sightings and crazy, you know, military stuff and desert stuff all about Joshua, Joshua Tree. I believe that that place felt weird. That place felt like it was from another planet. And even the, like, even the plants and the desert, you know, like the desert features just looked like otherworldly. It looked like we were on Mars, you know, um, we didn't have enough time to stop and really explore the way that I wanted to, but it was still really cool seeing the subtle changes, you know, between Arizona and coastal California going through Joshua Tree. Um, that whole area has some weird vibes, like alien vibes, <laughs> like, you know, like chilling on the face of Mars, chilling on Venus, who knows, you know, it was just like, it was a strange kind of um, like, moon space kind of cosmic energy. Um, I noticed that I was getting a lot of headaches when we were driving through that area because we drove past it out to Cali, to the coast and back to Arizona. So when we when we first passed it, I was like, okay, my head kind of hurts. I felt the subtle change, you know, it was a big change. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe it's just the energy change. But then it hit me on the way back when we passed it again. I was like, got like a really bad migraine. It was like, uh, like overload, you know, it felt like my, my crown chakra that my crown energy center was like, like fried out, you know, like it was taking on too much energy, you know, which was, you know, as soon as we were about like an hour to two hours away from Joshua tree, I started to feel a lot better. So I think it's just the energy of that place. Plus it was hot as hell. Ooh, it was hot. It was like 117 degrees, 120 degrees out in the daytime. It was not the most pleasant place to be in the day. Uh, but it was a gorgeous place. You know, I love to paint. I love photography. So especially landscape work. So, you know, I was sitting there doing my drive-by photography with my phone, just going like, like, you know, taking my photos. Um, at any rate, it was a cool vacation. You know, it was a lot of work. Um, it was relaxing. It was spiritually fortifying. Um, I felt the other um, symbol that, and sign that I knew I was protected by my spirits was that I was followed by hawks from New York to California and back. I saw a hawk multiple times a day, every single day of that trip. And at one point when we were over by Route 66, uh, it for hours, out, uh, and by hours, I mean like 18 hours, you know, that it seemed like there was a hawk that would ride along with us and watch us. And then it would get out of their sight and another one would swoop up and take its place and watch us until the uh, another one came. And it was just hawk after hawk after hawk 
following this road, following us and looking down and protecting us. Um, every single stretch of that road, it was really, it was beautiful because all of you know, I love birds, especially birds of prey, especially hawks. They have a very deep significance to me and my spiritual journey, you know. So I, it was my justification to know that they were with me and it brought me a lot of peace going into places that I was unfamiliar with. So I felt like they were showing me like, we got you, girl. We can see you. Have fun. You were, you were protecting you which was beautiful for me because I was a little bit apprehensive um, going on this trip, not having, you know, um, not being in my immediate surroundings, what I'm used to, because every morning I connect with the hawks outside, you know, without fail every morning. So it was nice to not have to interrupt that, that vibe, you know, interrupt that time I have with them because they just came with me. They found their way back to me. So it was, it was absolutely beautiful. And the day we got home, we found a feather. So it's like, it was, I felt like it was the way for my guides to say like, we see you that you're home. We just want to acknowledge that we see you. <laughs> so it, it showed me that, that the work that I'm doing with them, that the guidance that they gave me is, is it's poignant. It's lasting. It's, it's a relationship that it's not even that they just want to check up on me from time to time, but they wanted to let me know that they were watching me and verification and confirmation of our relationship. So I made offering and was very grateful and made a point to thank my spirit guides, especially my hawk guides and the other birds who came. It just goes to show you that when you walk these spiritual journeys and you're being in tune on your that spiritual level that it becomes a lifestyle it becomes a way that you live it becomes who you are and i it, i felt lucky that through being able to make offering in the pacific you know being able to watch my kids enjoy this time to be able to take time off to for self-care and, and to you know check off a bucket list item of mine you know I felt very blessed and very protected and very loved throughout this whole process. And it brought me, my kids and my husband closer together. So that was also a plus, but if you guys get to do this, I highly recommend it. Speaking of which, uh, I wanna let you guys know that we're gonna have some cool and very interesting authors and guests and witches and spiritual people and mystics coming up as guests on this podcast in the next couple of months. I'm not gonna tell you who yet, cause we got a couple of cool people, but make sure that you like, subscribe, and shout at us out on a comment. Share us around, let your friends know. <laughs> um, but these really, there's a bunch of really cool guests that I have on the schedule coming up. So make sure that you stay tuned to the Rebel Pro Psychic Show. We release an episode uh, bi-weekly uh, every month. So we get two episodes a month and we debut them on Thursdays. I'm Athena Silver. I'm your host. I'm a professional psychic medium, a witch, a pagan minister, an intuitive healer, and a bruja, you know. <laughs> I do um, tarot readings, mediumship readings, and other spiritual services, as well as spiritual mentorship. 
Uh, you can find me at readingswithathenaselper.com. You can find me at Instagram at athena.silver. I'm on TikTok at athena underscore silver. And I'm on Facebook at readingswithathenaselper.